You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome in to this Top 3 Thursday episode of Locked On Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, here every single Monday through Friday, five days a week, covering your New Orleans Saints. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, amazing selection of reliable low prices and all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. Don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. On today's episode, we have a quick one, but a packed one. Saints defensive lineman Cam Jordan honored as an inductee for the Senior Bowl's Hall of Fame this morning. We'll talk about what the honor means and about one of the NFL's most underrated defensive linemen. Then we'll look at Jameis Winston's top three plays for 2020, a good decision, some touch on a pass, as well as a deep ball. We'll talk about three plays that showed you different sides of Jameis. And then we'll wrap up the show with a quick breakdown of the Saints pre-draft visits, which positions have the Saints invested the most time in so far. We'll discuss. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, Deputy Brand Manager over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, and your Tuesday co-host over at the Locked On NFL Podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked On Saints, your team every day. family so this morning we got some great news once again defensive end cam jordan named to the senior bowl hall of fame per a press release that was sent out this morning this is a really cool situation honestly i mean look is the senior bowl hall of fame the pro football hall of fame no not at all but this is still a very very cool honor for cam jordan uh to have received cam jordan of course consistently being one of the senior bowl members or senior bowl participants in Saints draft history, remember the Saints have drafted somebody basically 2000, except for 2007 and 2012, if I remember correctly, in terms of uh, players that have participated in the Senior Bowl basically every year of the draft and Cam Jordan being one of the shining examples of that. Cam Jordan did release a statement about this that was also included in the email. He was one of five different inductees and the only current NFL player inducted this season. We'll talk about the other four here in just a moment, but I want to read out a little bit of uh, Cam Jordan's statement here. I had teammates that were older than me at Cal, like Tyson Aloalo and Alex Mack go to the Senior Bowl, and watching those guys ahead of me become first rounders was proof of how important the Senior Bowl really was. Getting the invite to the Senior Bowl was checking the list of being acknowledged as one of the nation's best. He also goes on to say that playing in a senior bowl reinforced what he should have already known, and he was fully prepared to go to the NFL. Uh, They also listed a bit of a bio in terms of all the things about Cam Jordan that made him worthy of this honor. For instance, he was selected number 24 overall in the 2011 draft by the New Orleans Saints, of course, and has never missed the game in 10 seasons, currently on an incredible streak of 160 consecutive starts has 94 and a half sacks, 11 fumbles forced, and 10 fumbles recovered so far in his career. And he also became the first defensive lineman in Saints history to record more than seven and a half sacks in eight different seasons. Set a career high a year ago with 15 and a half sacks in 2019, where he was named second team All-Pro and also, of course, was voted to six different Pro Bowls over his career, as well as being named to the NFL's All-Decade Team of the 2010. So a very, very successful career so far for Cam Jordan, who still has what looks like many years left under his belt. He had a bit of a down 2020, but I'm sure he is ready to get back on the field in 2021 and get back to perhaps that 2019 pace, where again, he had 15 and a half sacks. Certainly, he would love to get back to double digits 
after uh, a, a bit of a slower 2020 as he was covering from adductor surgery and all the things that he went through during the off season. And he's, of course, been a big time leader as well on and off the field. He was nominated for the Saints uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award back in 2017 for his off field contributions. And he's continued to be an active part of the community in New Orleans and abroad as well, or not necessarily abroad, but outside of the state of Louisiana as well. So he has been a phenomenal player, phenomenal leader, and a phenomenal community uh, participant as well throughout the course of his career. So this is a really cool honor for him. We're very excited to see Cam Jordan be recognized as one of five inductees for this year's Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. The other four inductees included Miami Dolphins and Kansas City Chiefs Patrick Sertain, the cornerback, as well as Jacksonville Jaguars running back Fred Taylor, San Francisco 49ers, offensive lineman Joe Staley and Indianapolis Colt and New Orleans native wide receiver Reggie Wayne. So uh, New Orleans getting a little bit of extra representation here as well with the induction of Reggie Wayne in addition to Cam Jordan. So that's a pretty cool class of folks to get uh, honored there and inducted. And they also honored the game's 2019 Rookie of the Year, which is Washington football team wide receiver Terry McLaurin and 2020 Rookie of the Year which was Los Angeles Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. So pretty cool uh, in terms of all of the players here that were either inducted, the five players that were inducted into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame, and then the two additional players that were recognized as well. A ton of talent coming out of Mobile and a ton of talent coming into and uh, continuing through the NFL coming through the Senior Bowl here. So really, really cool stuff. Uh, And of course, we know that the Saints love their Senior Bowl participants, and we've continuously talked about them as well as the other draft players or draft eligible players that I've been interviewing with the Saints. We'll talk about more of them here in just a moment. Which position have the New Orleans Saints addressed and visited and spent the most time with over the course of the offseason? We'll look at that. But first, we have our top three Thursday up next, taking a look at Jameis Winston's top three plays of 2020. We got those coming up for you next here on today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com, one of our absolute favorites out there and certainly has been a lifesaver for me and my vehicle. Rockauto.com has just about everything that you can imagine for your car, truck, van, vehicle, whatever it is that you want to call it, and whatever it is that you have, doesn't matter because Rock Auto is going to have you taken care of from Ford to Fiat, from Dodge to Daewoo. They've got everything that you need and much more. Just head over to the website, put in your make, your model, your year, and whatever part that you need, and you're going to get several different options for that part, all at a fraction of the price of what you're going to pay at one of those chain stores you can get to from around the corner. And best of all, you can do it all from the comfort of your own home and from your mobile device as well. Once again, it's rockauto.com for everything that you need for your car or truck or vehicle. Go ahead and check them out. And of course, don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you by writing Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Right, Huda Nation, continuing on with today's episode of Locked On Saints. And of course, as always, make sure you take a moment to check out the Locked On Today podcast as well for all the sports news that you need in less than 20 minutes. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so it is Thursday, so it's top three Thursday. So I wanted to start off and take a look at three plays from Jameis Winston's 2020 season, which he didn't have a lot going on, right? He completed eight passes total if you include the playoff pass which we know is going to be number one. So let's just spoil that and get that out of the way. We all know what that's going to be. But it's these other two that I'm actually also really interested in discussing. So the first one, we're going to start with a 19-yard pass 
that came during the San Francisco game. We have two plays from the San Francisco game here where Jameis Winston played the entire second half. That's where Drew Brees really ended up getting hurt during that first half. We saw Jameis Winston come in in relief of him, and that actually set up the expectation that for any time missed, Jameis would end up being the starter. But of course, Sean Payton kept true to his word to Taysom Hill and allowed Taysom Hill to be the in-season replacement, while Jameis Winston was the in-game replacement should Drew Brees leave partway through any contest. So in this scenario, uh, you have Jameis Winston here setting everybody up, and he's under center. This is a first and 10 here. He moves Adam Troutman in motion from the left side to the right side. And what I like is that on this play, he do- he kind of goes through a play action to uh, Alvin Kamara as he comes up from the single back formation there. And then he immediately snaps his head and looks deep. He sees cover three and knows that none of these routes, he's got two routes that are going deep, and he's got another route that's crossing over the middle with two linebackers there. And the depth of the linebackers is pulled to the slot receiver, meaning that Alvin Kamara underneath is going to be his best option. And Jameis Winston doesn't wait. He doesn't hold on to the ball. He doesn't wait to see if something's going to happen. He knows that the pass rush has been brutal all day. And that's part of what, you know, put got him into the game in the first place because of what happened with Drew Brees. And then he makes the right decision here, checks it down immediately underneath to Alvin Kamara for two yards, who ends up on a scamper for an additional 17 to pick up a total of 19 yards on the play. So let's go a little bit further into this game. And we're going to jump to a pass that goes uh, a little bit deeper in terms of air yards to Alvin Kamara. This is also on a first and 10. The Saints are up 17 to 10. He's in shotgun with Alvin Kamara on his left hip. Emmanuel Sanders moves in motion from left to right. He takes a snap and Alvin Kamara immediately starts to go out on a real route to the outside on the uh, on the left side of the field, essentially the boundary side. Michael Thomas is the receiver on that side. He runs a quick comeback sort of curl route that pulls Richard Sherman inside. The safety or linebacker isn't able to get over the top and cloud over with enough time. And Jameis Winston knows he has a specific amount of time to get this pass out to Alvin Kamara. So he looks immediately over. He sees the safety pull inside. He sees the linebacker late to get to the outside to cover Alvin Kamara over on the perimeter. And so he throws a beautiful touch pass that just drops right in over uh, Alvin Kamara's right shoulder. And it's the touch pass situation here that I really like. Now, let's pause for just a moment before we talk about the big play and talk about why I pick these two plays as three and as two. The first play, you saw his decision-making. Remember, one of the things that he said that he learned from Drew Brees was that it's better to just make the right decision, that it is all about making the right decisions. You saw him make the right decision in the first play that we discussed, which was the quick check down to Alvin Kamara cover three over the top, nowhere to go deep. He knew it wasn't going to happen. He could have waited and held onto the ball and allowed people to sort of improvise, but he understands what the, and he would later meet the pass rush of San Francisco on the great game that they had up against New Orleans, even though New Orleans walked away with a win here. He made the right decision, checked it down underneath to Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara ends up picking up another 17 yards. And he did a good job reading those linebackers too, who got a little bit too involved in the slot receiver coming over the middle, pitched too much depth into their drop back there, and it left the middle of the field wide open for Alvin Kamara. Now on this play, you like the touch pass and a little bit of the aggressiveness here. This one wasn't a check down situation. This was a a simple read for Jameis Winston. What happens with the corner on the outside? Is the linebacker beat or is the inside guy beat? Yes, yes. Because of that, he's able to make the decision here to get outside on the wheel route to uh, a shrieking Alvin Kamara, and he was able to do so with touch. Remember, we didn't see a ton of touch when it came to Taysom Hill at quarterback. That was one of the big sort of concerns around his play in the four games that he played with the New Orleans Saints as their starter last season 
was his just sort of gun it in and beam it mentality that led to a couple of interceptions and drop passes. We're not seeing that or we didn't see that in this example from Jameis Winston. So that's the reason why I point both of those out in terms of the two sides of Jameis that that shows you. Now let's look at a third side, and this is a really simple one. This is the wild card game against the Chicago Bears. Excuse me, against the Tampa Buccaneers. They stole the play from the Chicago Bears in the wild card game the week before. That should have worked, but Javon Wims ended up dropping the touchdown. This one has Alvin Kamara in the shotgun. You have a motion out wide, and you've got Jameis Winston in the uh, sort of at wide receiver out wide. And you have uh, Traquan Smith, who's a little bit closer. He's in the slot. He's a bit closer to the line of scrimmage. He gets involved in what looks like the passing game. And then, of course, they're able to pitch it out to Deontay Harris and the handoff from Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara pitches it out to Jameis Winston, who's able to stand and deliver on a wide open pass. And look, this is just as simple a pass as you're ever going to see Jameis Winston make, right? Traquan Smith is wide open on his way to the end zone. Not much of a challenge here, but you can see the arm, you can see the potential, and you can see that he barely puts any effort at all in flinging this ball through the air to to Traquan Smith. And of course, Traquan Smith, a, a very viable deep threat in college at UCF coming into the NFL, a piece of the package that we haven't really gotten to see from Traquan, and perhaps you get to see that a bit from Jameis Winston. But that's easy. There you go. Those are your three plays from Jameis Winston in 2020. Again, he didn't have a ton to choose from, but those are three different sides of Jameis Winston that I think are really interesting to see. You saw the good decision maker. You saw the touch pass. You saw the deep ball all on our top three Thursday. And as we continue to roll along, as we close out today's episode, we're going to take a look at the visits that the Saints have had so far this offseason. And with that, we'll take a look at the positions that they focus on and invest the most time in thus far. So we'll get to all of that here in just a moment as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget to go and check out our friends over at betonline.ag. The NFL may be over, but you can still bet on futures. College basketball may be over, but you can also bet on futures there. They got 2022 college basketball champion odds up, and you can also bet right now live as the NBA, NHL, and NBA, excuse me, MLB are all in full swing. Bet Online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real updated odds and props on almost everything that you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news and scores. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up at betonline.ag. Just head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. You're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. family wrapping up today's episode with a quick segment here just to update you on everything going on with the saints off season visits but if you're into the draft make sure that you catch the rest of our nfl draft duo with the draft dudes podcast as well as locked on nfl draft follow along in the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast so i wanted to run through really quickly and we don't have to name every player that the saints have visited with this offseason but i wanted to sort of look at the positions and see where they've been investing the most time and i, I sort of came into this uh, situation sort of expecting that defensive line would be the place that we saw them spend the most time, right? Have the most visits, things like that. And so we know that they visited with guys like Alim McNeil, as well as Adi Deji, as well as Levi and Ruzurike, who's a, a fringe first rounder. But outside of the three of those defensive linemen, the only other defensive lineman they've really spent time with is Chauncey Golson out of Iowa. So they've only spent time with four defensive linemen. However, 
the cornerback position has gotten a ton of attention with six different corners in terms of what, who we know about at this time, having met with the New Orleans Saints. Those six corners include Ambry Thomas out of Michigan, Darren Hall out of San Diego State, who's a little bit of a sleeper pick, later round guy, not a first round guy, maybe early day three type. Asante Samuel Jr., who we took in our mock draft yesterday, our seven round mock draft, which if you haven't heard it yet, go back to our midweek mock draft episode from Wednesday. Uh, but the cornerback out of Florida State has spent some time with the Saints. Greg Newsom, who's a popular first round selection for New Orleans on many uh, mock drafts and draft boards. They've also spent time with him. And then cornerback Trill Williams as well. So we've seen the Saints. Oh, oh, oh. And let me, lest we forget, Thomas Graham, the Oregon cornerback as well. So we've seen the Saints here spend a ton of time with defensive backs and cornerbacks in particular. They also met with safety Joshua Bledsoe out of Missouri, if you want to lump him into the defensive back category. But for the most part, the Saints spending a lot of time with corners here. And that makes perfect sense because as of right now, that might be their biggest hole going into the NFL draft if they don't address the position. The two, uh, the two corners that we've heard the Saints visit with or at least be connected to over the course of free agency are TJ Carey, who had a meeting a couple with the team a couple of Thursdays ago, but has yet to sign. And then we also had news break yesterday that Richard Sherman doesn't intend to sign anywhere until after the draft, which could be good news if the Saints sign him, because then he might not count against their compensatory pick formula for 2022. So that's actually good news for them. But if they go into the draft with still no signing at the cornerback position, specifically at the cornerback two position to fill in opposite Marshawn Lattimore, then they may have to rely on some of this additional time that they've been spending with corners. And the uh, all the time that they've been investing the, thus far seems to signify that they're perfectly comfortable with that idea. They seem to be perfectly comfortable with going to the draft and taking some time to visit with these corners, and maybe they're liking what they're seeing. This is a pretty deep cornerback class, and there are some question marks out there. FCS players like Zay Gowan, as well as Robert Rochelle, who could go, you know, one way or another to where they could be fantastic players in this class, or they could be, you know, guys that barely ever see the field. So I, I like the fact that this is where they're investing a lot of their time. We've also seen them invest a lot of their time with linebackers as well, four or five linebackers so far, a couple of wide receivers, a couple of tight ends, and some offensive linemen. That's really been where they have spent their time uh, so far throughout the offseason in terms of where they've invested in these pre-draft visits. And they also have some repeat visits here as well, because remember, every player that attended the Senior Bowl, they already met with. So guys like Quinn Miners, guys like Levi and Wuzurike, uh, Deji, those players are all players that they are now meeting with or have met with a second time. So those multiple touchstones are very important things to keep track of as well as we continue on with a very, very intriguing and uh, ever-present and ongoing uh, at this point draft season as we are here between pro days and the NFL draft itself. So the news is going to keep coming out, and the best way to keep up with it is right here on Locked on Saints. We appreciate you as always for being here. We'll be back tomorrow with our Facebook Friday, as well as uh, some look at some of the listener mocks that we've had uh, submitted over the week as well. So if you want to check out and be a part of that, Make sure to head over to facebook.com slash groups slash locked on saints. Appreciate y'all as always for listening, rating, reviewing, and helping to grow this family. You can catch me on Twitter at Roger Jackson Nola. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.